0: Now, you might not believe this, but the career path of almost every super successful individual included having a job just like the one... You Hi, listeners. Have. This is Rick Whitted, host your of the podcast show On Your Way to Work. So Episode 24, I'm making house calls. Now, your host, Ricardo Witten. Hi, everybody. Welcome to On Your Way to Work. It's an honor to spend a few minutes with you, whether you're in your car, at your desk, or in the parking lot, dreading to go into the workplace today. You know what I found out? Everyone is talking to your boss about leadership and how to be a better leader but no one's talking to you on the work floor about the things you need to do and the path you need to take to have your boss's job one day. My friends, listen. A promotion is a process. It's a journey. That's why they call it a career path. And this is the only show talking exclusively about the path from your current job to your future promotion. Trust me. You're already on a path don't take where you're working now for granted it is connected to where you want to be and today my guest and i are going to help you get a little closer to there on your way to work we'll return in a moment Hi, listeners. I just wanted to take a second to say thank you so much for watching the show, listening in, engaging, and being in tune. I'm getting a lot of tweets and a lot of Facebook messages from you all. I've also looked out there on iTunes, and I'm seeing some feedback. And for those that are taking a moment to just write a review, it means a lot to me, and it means a lot to the future of this show. So if you enjoy what you're hearing, join those who are already doing it. Go to iTunes.com, pull up the podcast show, and rate us. We're also available on stitcher.com. Go to stitcher and take a second and write a comment. I really appreciate you. Thanks so much for being a part of the family. Hi, everybody. This is Rick Witted, host of the podcast show On Your Way to Work. Uh, And this week we're doing a live Q&A session. So from time to time, I have several individuals that will call me or text me or email me questions regarding topics they'd like to talk about or hear on the show or topics or questions they'd love answered. And so today uh, we're going to take a few of those emails and we're going to make some calls and reach out to these people. And answer some of those questions live on the air. I'm hoping that these conversations are going to be a blessing to you and to your career. So the first person we're calling up is Nate Webster. Nate had some real good questions. So let's see if he answers the phone. Hi, Nate. This is Nate. How you doing, Nate? This is Rick Witted, host of the podcast show On Your Way to Work. How you doing? Hey, Rick. I'm doing
1: well. How are you doing?
0: Good, good. It's good to hear from you. Uh, So I got some questions that you sent over to me in an email, and I thought those were excellent questions. I know I haven't answered any of them for you, but... Uh, if you've got a few minutes, uh, you're being pre-recorded live uh, on air now. I'd love to answer some of those questions, and hopefully we can uh, we can be of benefit to uh, the rest of the listeners out there. How does that sound?
1: Yeah, thanks, Rick. I definitely have a minute. would love uh, to get your feedback on them.
0: Great. Great. Sounds good. So, so, Nate, before I answer your questions, just tell me a little bit about where you are, your career, your situation in life. Uh, help me out here.
1: Yeah, so I just made a, a pretty big career change about three months ago. I had worked in hospitality for about three years doing concierge uh, at different hotels around Orlando. Okay. But I was also going to school to get my uh, graduate degree in counseling. Mm-hmm. And so about three or four months ago, I made a big career change, and I decided to start practicing my counseling and get out of hospitality altogether.
0: Hey, let me ask you a yeah. question. Let me ask you a question there before you go on, Nate. Um, were you with the same company for the three years in hospitality or, uh, w- was it more than one company?
1: It was two different companies. Okay. Uh, the way some concierge works at different hotels is it's third party companies. So one company passed me around the lot to a few different hotels and then I left them and joined another, uh, concierge company where I was Based at one hotel for uh, most of the year.
0: Okay, so this was through like a staffing company that you you would work through.
1: Yep, yep.
0: Okay, sorry about that. Keep going.
1: So uh, yeah, about uh, gosh, yeah, about three months ago, I decided to take a leap of faith and um, see if I could start my my kind of counseling career, start practicing counseling in some way.
0: Now, do you have a uh, do you have a degree in that, Nate?
1: I'll be getting it in a year. Okay. Um, um, the good news is, is that when you're seeking a, a degree in counseling, about halfway through your degree, you can start practicing it, um, at least moderately. Okay. Uh, and so I took, took advantage of the opportunity to see if I could uh, start using it um, and get out of hospital together. And it was kind of a bumpy start, to be honest. Okay. Uh, about probably eight weeks, I um, <clears throat> was out of transition from the hotel and really um, looking uh, to transition somewhere to start counseling. And so um didn't have a lot of work, um, was getting a little worried. Um, but then I found this uh, opportunity um, at a counseling office here in Orlando that's uh, based out of a, a church on the south side and connected with them and uh, I began counseling there for the last uh, probably two months nine weeks
0: so, so. what what kind of counseling um, is it uh, Nate
1: so I, I see uh, anybody from children to uh, um, I would say elderly folks um, not age specific and the counseling really has a spiritual focus to it so okay a lot of the clients that i see um are folks who um who spirituality is really important to them okay and, uh, so and this, so we have focused a lot on that so this is uh,
0: uh, i'm sorry about this. so this this is faith based um counseling
1: yeah and yeah s- but it's, uh, it's it's not just for uh, folks who have a faith so so that's that's kind of a caveat but, okay
0: yeah. Okay, and and the, the company that you work for, it's not a church. They're affiliated with a church, but it's independent of a church? Uh,
1: it's under the it's under the heading of the church. So okay. The counseling office is called Restoration okay. Care Counseling, and it's based under um, the organization Discovered Church.
0: Okay, okay, good. Yeah, just trying to get an understanding for the context. So if I understand correctly... You, you, um, in the hospitality industry for a little bit, there as concierge through a staffing company, hopped around a couple of companies. So it doesn't sound like you felt like there was a lot of career stability in that three years of kind of being shuffled back and forth, um, between different companies.
1: Yeah. The whole hospitality industry is very fleeting, if you will. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's a tough you gig. Know, it is, it is a tough gig, and, and you're the guy who's always working with people on vacation. Gotcha. Know? And I mean, evenings the weekends, you know?
0: <laughs> right. So th- that wasn't something that you thought you'd ever build or wanted to build a career in?
1: No, no, okay. it was something that uh, brought in the money. Uh, I did enjoy doing. I love talking to people and working with people, and so it's definitely fulfilling in that way. But uh, I definitely didn't have a long-term goal for it. Um, uh, which is why, halfway through my my career in hospitality, I decided to, to start graduate school for counseling.
0: Gotcha. And is uh, is this a three year program, four year degree program? Is it a, is, are you getting a degree or are you getting certifications? Tell me a little bit about the training and counseling.
1: So it's a two and a half year degree, and the way that um, a counseling degree works if you're going for a licensure is that you have two and a half years in graduate school. And then after your two and a half years in graduate school, you then become something called a registered mental health teacher. Mm -hmm. And so for two years, you can practice counseling and you can, um, see clients and, um, you can actually be paid for it.
0: Um,
1: and then after two years, you sit, you get your licensure in mental health counseling. So, um, which is what I'm going for. So I am halfway through my program, uh, about a year, a year and a month in, mm-hmm. graduate next May, and then I'll start that two-year registered internship process that works towards the licensure.
0: So, Nate, what did you get your undergrad degree in?
1: It's funny you ask that. I got it in uh, uh, interpersonal and organizational communication. Yeah, but that's a really long way of saying marketing, business, and psychology.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I think it's more than that. I mean, I just wrote down on my notes here big word, uh, two words, likes people. Nate likes people. So yeah. um, it's why, though, you, you, you said you're in an industry that, yeah, maybe you don't like. Um but you loved what you did, so uh, hopefully you can see that that's a that's a uh, contradiction of terms. There, I understand it, but it's a contradiction of terms. You like people, and hospitality is about people. You like counseling, and hospitality is about counseling, uh, and your undergrad is in interpersonal skills, which is all about people. So um, yeah. you know, when I think about that, you're you're a prime candidate, really, for anybody's workplace, Nate. And you know, I, I just I always say that to people, so that you know, we always have this idea, we've got this plan, right? And you know, we we want to see it through. And how many times in life have we seen seen those plans just dissipate, right? And right. and and really what. What I think is important, and I see this a lot in the workplace over my last two decades, Nate, if we start out on a career path and and we don't understand who we are and what our values are, here's the catch to that, buddy. There are a ton of paths that a person like you could take the way you're built and i know you all of a few minutes and two or three questions in an email haven't talked to you before but the way you're built just in the few minutes of what you've said you love people your passion is people some people love their industry some people love what they do on the job some people love their vocation or their function you just love people your strength is pe- your strength is people your gift is people right that's why you enjoyed being in somewhere that what you say in your head is I didn't really like it, but actually you did like it because it put you at your strength, which is being in front of and helping and serving people. So it sounds like you've made some decisions already, but you know, I I point this out for your benefit, but also for our listeners benefits. Before we think about making some moves and and we're going to deal with the moves you've already made. And and I do want to talk through some of those, but here's the first point. Uh, Before you make major career moves, make sure you understand what you value and where those values lie, because there are going to be multiple career path options you can take. It would be unwise to take any of those options without first knowing what you wholeheartedly value, because if you go down, if you choose the path that aligns mostly with what you value, you know what's going to happen? You're going to have a lasting career where you've got a lot of fulfillment. And I found out if you, if you choose the path over the pay, over the position, over the reputation, or any other intrinsic or tangible value, if you choose the path based on what you value as a person, your strongest suit is going to come out. That is the key to being successful in any business, being able to do what you do best and doing it best with a great attitude. So I say that just to just to before we go on to the next thing, before we go on to the decision you made, think about this. Right. Whether you're in hospitality, whether you're in counseling, whether you're the manager at a corporation, any of those environments, you can stand out in the workplace like nobody's business because your passion is people, right? You like to help. You like to coach. You like to groom. You like to mentor. You like to serve people through helping them see the end of the light, right? Am I correct?
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right on.
0: That sounds like a great person in hospitality. That sounds like a great manage- manager at I don't care if it's yeah. a crew chief at McDonald's or you know the sales manager at a car dealership or a Wall Street banker who's a manager. It doesn't matter. That's your value. That's the thing that that's been that God's placed in you that um, shines and that makes you do your best. Realize that. And think about that before you make career decisions. It it will help you be on a happier path. I've seen so many people get the job they wanted. And then you know what happened about two years later? They got the itch. They don't feel happy okay. anymore. They're trying to think about where should I go? What should I do next? This is not, I'm not fulfilled anymore. It's not that you didn't choose the right path. You chose a path, but not the right path. Path, And now you're searching again because you don't feel, feel like you're fulfilled a lot of times, and I'm not saying that specifically your situation here, but it's a lot of our listener's situation and maybe partly yours too, right. Nate. But a lot of times, what that indicates is that someone was going after the pay, the position, the whatever, the prestige, but they weren't going after what is the thing in Nate? What is the thing in Rick? What's the thing in my listeners? that that really just drives me that I get so pumped about. And for you, it's people. And the truth of the matter, buddy, it doesn't matter what you're doing with those people. People is your thing, right? So that that's just kind of the first, you know, as I try to, you know, talk with you through this. That's the first thing I want you to think about. No matter what career decision you make from here on out. It sounds like you're going to have a lot. You're in a transitionary role right now, so you've you're in the middle of uh, wrapping up your degree. You move over to uh, this organization, Restoration, and you're sounds like you're performing family counseling, etc. Um, so it means you're in transition and you've got a lot of decisions to make about your career, your future, the direction you want to go. And I'm going to say get to know you really well and be true to you. Be true to you over the money. Be true to you over the fancy title, be true to you over, you know, how great the job looks, be true to you. And when you get in your sweet spot, doing you, that's the best thing you can ever do. You can't do me well, you can't do someone else well, but you can knock the heck out of you. You can knock you out of the ballpark. And when you make these career decisions and what sounds like quite a few that are going to come up here in the next year or two, as you finish out your degree, choose the path that aligns with you. With the greatest sense of value you have on the inside of you and for you, buddy, that's people. So now I want to transition a little bit here, Nate. you so talk to me a little bit about now the current job that you you have of about 90 days here your counseling and here's the most important question because I heard you say, I think I heard you say maybe it was in your email, you're married? I am yeah. all right children.
1: Not yet. We'll okay. be married for about a year and
0: five months. We to give a little more time. Okay, so you're in those first five years of marriage. Yeah. Right. You're. This is the years where you're going to really figure out what you said I would do to, and she's going to figure out what she said I would do to. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. You thought you did, but you're going to know that you do uh, over the course of the next sixty months. Right. So you're the the context and the environment from which you have to manage thoughts about your career is in a very delicate and extremely important season of your life, right? Starting a family, uh, starting a marriage. Um, so being aware of that is um, is very, very, very important. Uh, so now tell me a little bit about um, the job and how you get paid. Because we could talk all day long about the career, but the important the most important thing is you got a, you got a family, you got two miles to feed. How does this company you work for now pay you?
1: Yeah, so this company gives me uh, the freedom to be paid directly. Okay um, and, it's, and it's a unique situation. Um, I actually work for the church a little bit, but then do most of my work through the counseling I do with the counseling portion of the church. So, so,
0: yeah, I just want to explain that a little bit more. I don't, I'm not sure I understand yeah, what you mean.
1: No, yeah, it's, it's kind of a unique setup. So, um, I actually first transitioned into kind of a creative position for the actual church. Uh, and then the counseling, um, moved in with it shortly after because they knew that I was interested in um in starting my counseling uh, uh career like I mentioned earlier. Uh-huh. And so I first started um, with uh with this new with this new job um, in a creative position with the church and then started doing counseling um, most of my work counseling
0: through the, the
1: counseling portion of the church which was restoration counseling like I like I mentioned. And so they um, they they give me the freedom to be paid Directly um, by my uh, by my clients, and it doesn't actually have to go to the church, and that's a real um, that's a real blessing uh, because it means that um, I can actually make an income from counseling um, and not have to deal with a middleman like a lot of people have to do when they're first starting their counseling career.
0: All right, so let me ask you a question here Nate. Um uh, I I want to give you straight and honest and direct answers and and try to help you as much as possible here. Um let me I'm going to back up and I'm going to ask you the same question from when you were in hospitality, right? How did uh-huh. you how did you get paid in hospitality? Uh yes, mainly. Okay. And so tell me what you did and where money came from when you did it.
1: Well, uh, when you're kind of a multifaceted concierge role, Uh um, you'll do a a lot of things. Um, Sometimes I would go and buy someone a bottle of wine. Right. Other times I would taxi people downtown to their favorite restaurant. Gotcha. Uh, Other times I would bring luggage to a room. Uh, Other times I would help uh, guests change rooms. Um, I would park cars. I would check people in.
0: And so at the end... uh, at the end of the day, you get paid for all of those things directly from, um, from your clients through tips and that type.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then my company provided a, a tip salary, which was really modest.
0: Okay. All right. So yeah, that's helpful. All right. So you, you explained that to me in about a third of the time it took you to explain how you get paid, um, in counseling. So, if your life depended on it, tell, tell me in a couple sentences, how do you get paid in counseling? What do you do? And then what do you get in return by way of money? And how does that happen?
1: Yeah, I think I just wanted to give you the, the bigger story.
0: Okay. I got gotcha. you. I
1: thought maybe that would be an important element to know as well. The, yep. the fact that I do kind of work for the church as well, but yeah, if we're just practicing, just on counseling, counseling, yep. then yeah, it works. It works like you would expect it to. Mm-hmm. Um, a client, uh, come in I'd have a session with them I do typically an hour and a half session yep um, and then we work out some kind of payment plan typically it's uh, once a month or every two weeks mm-hmm. and um, they'll just pay me directly gotcha through uh, you know a check or whatnot
0: so okay okay yeah so that ma- that makes sense so can, can I sum it up to to just talk about the commonalities of both of those so you're in sales you, you get paid to sell the value of what you can do in hospitality, right? Uh, and, and here you get um, paid to really sell the value of what you can offer by way of helping someone through a journey of a particular place they are in life. Uh, but, but in essence, you're selling the value of you. And if, if I understand correctly knowing the little that I know about you, you do that through personal relationship and interact. You do it through per- interpersonal skills, which is what your degree was in, correct?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't really have uh, too complicated a marketing strategy besides just networking with people. And uh, and referrals are pretty much my number one way
0: of getting clients. Yeah, Nate, that is the number one way in every Sort of business in life, grassroots, <laughs> building it one relationship at a time. And I say it with a giggle, but honestly, it, and I just want to help you know what you're this is a huge strong suit for you in the workplace if you are working for someone or in the marketplace if you're working for yourself. And right now, technically, you're, you're unemployed i mean you're self employed you are although the ch- the church restoration is a venue for you to get business the truth is you 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 don't work you don't eat correct yeah i'm
1: pretty I'm uh, pretty self employed in that way yeah, yeah i don't uh, i don't work there's, there's no just kind of showing up to get a paycheck
0: yeah yeah well <laughs> and, hey and there was nothing, <laughs> there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that right it's just Understanding the decision you made. So the decision you just really made when we started the conversation, I thought you left one company to start working for another company. But what you really did was transition out of the workplace into your own space to to work for yourself in essence.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean that's a great way of putting it. I basically went from being employed by a company to basically being self-employed,
0: yeah. Yeah. And that's so important because a lot of the listeners out here, much like yourself you know, the, the decision they may be making from a career standpoint is to be self-employed. And although, like you, they're going to a place where they're connected with a company, but the truth is, you know, you're a subcontractor. You're going to be 1099 you know, which means you're self-employed. Or in your case, you're collecting receipts d- directly from uh, from the uh, from your clients um, or your patients in this case. So, hey, great practicing ground for you know what you want to do. If this is something you think you want to do full time, the cool part about it is you're really getting a taste of real life. If it yeah. isn't, guess what? You're going to know when you finish this degree. And, and listen, don't be fooled. I'm in corporate America for a number of years. Now, yeah, I've got my MBA, but I went back years later and got that. I graduated with a political science American studies major. I was a historical kind of person, right? Thought, no I, wa- thought I wanted to be an attorney. Now I'm a corporate suit, right? Here's my point. It, it, unless you're cutting on people and you're a medical doctor, for the most part, there are some very specialized degrees. Let me make that clear. But for the vast amount of degrees that are, are and certifications that are given out there, I could take any of the strengths of those degrees and use them in a various, you know, amount of different um, career path options. So what you're learning, you're really learning about people, how to connect with people. And I don't care what you do; nobody cares what you know till they know you care. So and you're getting a master's yeah. in knowing what people care about and learning how to uncover what people care about. So don't sell yourself short on what the career path life has for you out there. It could be a number of career paths, but the skill you have is valuable. Now, what I want you to get at is you hear how I just explained how your your asset is valuable no matter what job it is? Yeah. You got to learn to convey that to future employers. You've got to help employers hear what your strengths are And then you got to do homework enough to know what that company's goals are. And then you have to take these very specific strengths you have and say, you know, here's how I can use that in your world. So let me give you an example. Um, Let's say you got a call to go back into hospitality and there's a assistant manager position and it's directly for the company and you make that decision here's what that conversation would sound like if I was Nate. I'd say, hey, listen, um, you know, well, I wouldn't say that. But when, I, when I'm when i meeting with this person, I'd say, you know, I, I love the opportunity. I've got a lot of experience, you know, and I'm going to have a probably a 20-minute conversation in, in a minute. I've got a lot of experience uh, in hospitality for the past three years. I've learned that nothing's more important than the client and really helping make that client feel like, you know, this is their time to be pampered. Uh, that's what I've learned to do. Let me tell you what my strength is. My strength is I understand people. I listen. I hear what, um, what they're saying to me. I ask clarifying questions to make sure I'm not misinterpreting what they're saying. And by just listening to my client, what I learn is what they value. And then my job is to help provide that value or help guide them to that value if it's something I can't do directly. Now, what I just said to you, Nate, is what you do for your clients in the counseling chair, and it's what you did for your clients at, um, at in the hospitality industry. Is that correct? Yeah. Hey. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's
1: a really well articulating Yeah.
0: Your ability to, using your word, articulate what's in you your ability to do research to understand the company you've got your eye on and learning how to have the conversation that connects what they need to what you provide is key. One of my guests uh, on a former show said it this way, when you learn to solve people's problems, and I'll add, when you learn to solve people's problems using the skill sets you're best at, you become profitable. I hope you've enjoyed my house call if you would love for me to call you and talk through for a good 30 plus minutes of your career situation and answer some of your questions send me an email go to rick at rawitted.com that's r-i-c-k at rawitted.com uh, and uh, send me your questions. Tell me what you want to know. Uh, or you can tweet me at at R.A. Witted. I'd be more than glad to work out some time to get you on the air. Thank you, listeners, for being a part of the show. Thank you for listening, your support. I see that the listenership is continuing to grow. It's amazing. I'm excited. It just feels so good to finally make sure that there is a voice paying attention to people on the workplace floor. Come back next week and we'll hear more. Have a good day. Bye-bye.